what's up we are back and i say that every single time but we are for real back um we've been gone for like a month and a half um i'm sure most of you thought we just kind of gave up on it but we didn't uh we're back and the good news is that absolutely nothing newsworthy happened for the past month and a half while we were not doing this podcast we didn't miss anything yeah it was nice for the world Um, to take a month and a half off too yeah really yeah it was it was a it was a Christmas miracle. Nothing happened. Um, no, that's a joke. A lot of stuff happened. Obviously, a lot of stuff is happening every day. But um, there was just a lot of stuff going on. It was it was Christmas break, and I was moving to a different house, and there was just there was all kinds of factors involved. So, anyways, we uh, we didn't get to do any episodes. There is one like lost episode. <laughs> there uh, is. It's like it's like half an episode that's lost that will probably never surface anywhere. Um, so, you know, I don't know if you're, if you're a really big fan, we'll like send it to you for money or something. Yeah. Anyway, if we ever get famous, um, <laughs> we'll sell it. Yeah. We'll like, we'll, it'll be on eBay for like a billion dollars. I don't know how you sell an MP3 on eBay, but we'll figure it out. No, it, um, we'll put it on, so anyways, we'll put it on a cassette tape. Yeah, for sure. It, oh yeah. It'll be super vintage. Super but vintage. Anyways. So, uh, we were, we were out of commission for a little while. Um, you could say we were shut down, which is precisely what we're going to be talking about there today. was another uh, um, collection of yeah things that were shut another, down another group of people that decided to shut down another group um, of white men <laughs> so uh basically what happened if you if you missed it and honestly there's a chance that you might have missed it because it happened pretty quick um the government shut down for a couple days which is not the end of the world it's happened before it will happen again i'm sure um but point is today that uh a lot of people don't really understand what that means uh don't know how it might affect them um and frankly just have a ton of questions about it so uh we want to talk a little bit about the government shutdown this particular shutdown um why the government shut down uh how can we prevent it from happening again if it can be prevented and uh how does it actually affect people because you probably didn't actually notice anything for the three days that the government was shut down. That was different unless you were like trying to get your passport or, uh, well the people in the military weren't being paid. So I guess you would have noticed that. But, um, anyways, are you telling me me we weren't supporting the troops for the past three days for not for three days? No, it took a three day break from supporting the troops, unfortunately. Um, and you can blame it all on Congress. Not really. Uh, there's a lot of people to, to at fault here, but, um, yeah, so there's there's quite a few questions to be answered if we're going to understand this whole thing and understand uh, what actually went down. But um, anyways, before we get into that, Dalton, how how's it going? How was your Christmas? It was good. Get us up on your life. Yeah, I had a good Christmas break. Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, we were busy. We were actually in the same place for a lot of the break, but you know, right. that, that didn't mean we were any, uh, any less busy. But I mean, the boys exactly. were back in town, so that was nice. Yeah, they uh, were. Got to preach several times. I went to D.C. over break. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I went to the Passion Conference. It's normally in Atlanta, but they uh, did a location in D.C. because they're about to start a church there. So I right. went to that. That was super cool. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I guess that's about it. But I, I had a fun break. What about cool. you? Cool. Yeah. Um, same thing. You know, I was, I was glad to uh, spend some time with my family. And we moved to a new house. So that was kind of a big deal. Um, it was a lot of, a lot of, uh, commotion to move to a new place, 
lot of packing and then a lot of unpacking and a lot of losing stuff and finding stuff. And anyways, it's just, it's, it's a lot, but it's good. Uh, it was a good thing. And, uh, I started driving for Postmates. That was probably like the biggest thing that happened recently. So I now deliver food in the Nashville area, uh, whenever I feel like it. So, um, what about cool. the whole area? If I, if I call you, will you come? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would do it for you, but I, I can't. I don't know if I would get paid. It would just be an active. If you load. did, you would get paid a ton, though. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, the mileage would be crazy. But, yeah, so we'll um, try it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, so yeah, I, I started doing that. So I'm a food courier now. So um, that's something that I can start a blog about, I'm sure. Dude, you've uh, combined but... <laughs> like two of, my, two of my passions. One Driving is kind of like food. a... <laughs> One is kind of like a smaller passion of mine that maybe not be known, but I've always said that if none of my prospective careers work out, that I would love to be a mailman, <laughs> and I love to eat food, right? So like delivering food to people, yeah, it's like it's, it's of, I mean it's better than delivering bills and like magazines you accidentally true. have a subscription to. So like, yeah, that's true. It's it's people are happy to see you. That's that's one thing. It's a very good chance that you might be the the seeing you is the most exciting part of the day because I exactly, mean, for me, yeah. oftentimes eating is the most exciting part of my day. Like, right. Yeah. That's, that's how I think about it too. So that, that's a good, it's a good spin to, yeah. to put on it. But do you, do you wear um, a free hug shirt or <laughs> I don't, I could, okay, I don't know. Good. I need to, I need to figure out a way to make more tips. I don't well, know. Considering to... you're not a 13 pubescent, prepubescent <laughs> teen at a yeah. <laughs> winter Christian conference, it's probably good that right. you're not wearing a free hug shirt. Literally the only shirt, place but... I've ever seen a free hug shirt before <laughs> in my life. But um, anyways, so yeah, that's that's what's been happening with us. That's why we haven't uh, been on the mic uh, dropping knowledge on onto everybody who's subscribed to us. So we're back. We're back to bring more to bring more knowledge to bring more wisdom and truth as we are as we are called to do. So um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So like I said, we're we're gonna be talking about. The government shutdown. So the first thing uh, would be, the first question w- would actually be... What is the government? I, I was going to make the first question, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we should ask why the government shut down. Before we do that, like, let's just cover the basic concept of like what a government shutdown is. Okay. So, okay. Um, so in your in your professional opinion, uh, what, how would you describe a government shutdown? So every year the government has to pass a budget. The House has to right. pass it, the Senate has to pass it, the President has to sign it. This year, the Congress is controlled by the same party, which should make that a lot easier. But, as you guys know, it's been a crazy year. It's been a divisive year. There's a lot of people in uh, the Republican Party that support Trump, a lot of people that don't. And mm-hmm. But also, something that's been characteristic of this year is, is uh, Democrats fighting very hard to to make their agenda still, still relevant, still, still important. Right. And so... But just, so just we'll talk generally before we get specific. Cause I'm sure we'll be specific. But like I said, the House and right. the Congress have to pass this budget, and budgets are always normally boring. But this one, I mean, <laughs> yeah. is the most like political. I mean, one of the most political events of the year because it's where right. all all holds barred. Nobody really compromises on much, except for yeah. at the final time of it in order to get it passed. So people are given up even on their like strongest convictions in order to get maybe their number one thing in just so they can get it in so they can get something passed. So what we saw was a lot of the main issues being, I mean, both sides of it kind of standing, standing strong on it. Immigration being one and denying immigration being the other. 
So <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much immigration was the center of this specific uh, right debacle about the government shutdown. But yeah, I mean that. So the government shuts down whenever we can't agree on a budget because you have to have a budget in order to start spending money in the government. So right. before that's approved, you got to cut back a lot of. St- you, you can't start the year until you approve uh, the money you're going to spend. So that's what happened. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So. Uh, so first of all, some good news and bad news. The good news is, uh, if you're listening to this, like right now, when you listen to this, it's, it's already over. Like the government is no longer shut down. Like we said earlier, it happened for three days, uh, and they were able to, to reach an agreement, but, uh, bad news, or I guess potential bad news. Um, the funding that they got from this agreement they reached will only go through February 8th. So it's possible that at February 8th, if there is not a more, uh, long-term or solid agreement, um, then we could be going into another government shutdown. So that was a, I felt like that was an important piece of information that I, I want to make sure everybody knows that. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's, it's all about the, it's all about the budget, all about the Benjamins, all about uh, the, the and, Benjamins, and, yeah. uh, di- where, where to place the Benjamins. As and, two chains once uh, said, make you and George Washington headbutt. So yeah, right. <laughs> it's about that. So, it's all about that. <laughs> it's all about the, the Washingtons and the Benjamins, uh, <laughs> Maybe the Tubmans sometime soon. Dude, but that anyways, one, I, that, uh, <laughs> that's gonna get nuts whenever yeah. rappers start referring to money as Tubmans. <laughs> right. I'm I'm ready for it though. Uh, I know some people already got I'm some some stuff written down that they're just waiting to use. I'm all in. But um, anyways, so yeah, so this is all about where where the money is gonna go. Um, and when you can't when you can't reach that kind of an agreement, then the government uh can no longer be funded, I guess is a way that you could say it. So, um, so let, let's go ahead and get a little bit more in depth though, about, about this one. We were, we mentioned, you mentioned that, uh, it was about immigration. So more specifically, it's about the, the DACA program, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so what, what exactly was the, the center point of this entire thing? What was it that was causing the disagreement? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like I said, the DACA program is a president or is a program put forth by President Obama to protect mm-hmm. to protect children that had come to America. Right. I don't want to say against their will because it was like a kidnapping or anything. They they came with their families, right. but their families weren't citizens, and since they weren't born in the United States, they weren't citizens either. But right. Obama's administration wanted to give those people protections. And give them yeah. access to becoming a citizen since they were brought here as children. So that was the key, is that program right there. And then also, obviously, with that comes health care. Because, I mean, as, a, sure. as an immigrant, as an illegal immigrant, I mean, health care, schooling, all of that. Like, people that are classified as dreamers have more access than other immigrants. So that's obviously something that's yeah. important. But then, like we said, the other aspect of that is... Not necessarily anti-immigration, but Trump has obviously put forth a very America first, very protectionist kind of idea. So yeah, Trump and his supporters wanted support for the wall. So funding for that, even though he claimed in his campaign that Mexico was going to pay for it. Well, I don't know what happened <laughs> to that, but yeah. <laughs> so they wanted money for that as well. So that's obviously the, the main, I guess, defense that, that people are on two sides of is, is immigration. So, right. Yeah, but the big well, problem yeah. is, is that, like I said, the party. Normally, it's very easy to pass a budget with the same party controlling both the House, the Senate, sure. and the White House. But not when you have 
a party that's so divided as the Republicans. So that was, uh, I read an article, and one of the, the first takeaway, it was on the Washington Post, was the big problem is that the GOP is divided on immigration. So not, yeah. Even, yeah. not even one party was agreeing on how to fund this. So Yeah, exactly. So so there was obviously problems uh, internally. And I think I was looking at that at the uh, same article that, that you were looking at uh, that was in the Washington Post. But um, obviously it's just been kind of like you said, it, it's been a, a divisive year um, for everybody on, on either side of the fence. Um, so, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing stress within the Republican party, disagreements within the Republican party. Cause obviously there's some people that want to back Trump and there's some people that don't, um, within that party. And, and a lot of that comes down to ideological differences. So, um, you know, you have people thinking very differently on very important issues. Uh, and so obviously that's going to make it more difficult to come to an agreement, especially a, uh, an agreement that has a deadline on it. Um, so, you know, and that's, and that's all that you can. So, so truthfully, when you're looking at this and you say, you know, if they don't reach an agreement by this time, uh, then the government shuts down, that it's not that big of a surprise if the government shuts down, um, because you're, you're talking about, you know, um, somewhere that has, that has a lot of division. And, um, in that same article too, it points to the fact that there, there is, um, some ideological differences with parts of the democratic party as well. So it's like the entire, the entire, House and Senate is, is really just kind of all divided. Um, and again, it's like immigration is obviously a complex issue. If it was black and white, I think it would have been dealt with by now. Um, but it's clearly it's not. Uh, it's not something that is easy enough to just say this is going to be the right answer 100% of the time. Um, and so, uh, and you had mentioned that apparently you said that, that Trump had said today that he would actually give support yeah. to, to Dreamers. Which makes me happy, um, but also infuriated because he just he just he just <laughs> like bullied the government into a shutdown, and now he's like, you know, what? I'll support it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he yeah, obviously I mean, he's not like a proponent of it per se, but right. he did say that he is open to yeah. keeping that path to citizenship. Right. I mean, he makes it very clear that he wants them to be there for it says after ten to twelve years. Um, wants to see that they're hardworking, that they're giving, you know, that, that they're not just, uh, I guess, giving citizenship status, but rather evaluating, I guess, their contributions to society per se. Yeah. I guess yeah. is what he wants to see. And yeah, I, I guess like this too is like, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding why people, uh, why, why some people are so against this program. And I understand that there's people who, uh, they will never want any government resources to go to people who don't have American citizenship. And I, I, I mean, I understand the logic behind that. Um, and I understand why that, why that makes sense to a lot of people. But um, I think something like this, like something that protects people who were not brought, I know like you didn't want to say against their will, but I mean, in reality it was, yeah, because yeah. They, they were brought here when they were too young to make a decision. Right. Um, and so I think, you know, having, having sanctions and protections for, people who fall in certain categories like that, because that that's exactly the point. Like that's why uh, an issue like immigration is not just plain and simple. Like this is right. This is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. let's just get this over with uh, because there is going to be all these, these caveats and these exceptions um, of saying like, well, what about people who fall in this category or this category? Um, so, yeah. So um, like I said, if, if they don't reach a, another agreement by the eighth, there could be another shutdown. So when we're talking about something as complicated as this, um, you know, it's, there is potential that that could happen again. Um, and 
So what if if that were to happen again, like if we hit, you know, February 8th and the government shuts down again, uh, what actually happens? Like, cool, let's talk about how this like actually affects people. Like, yeah. obviously, you know, schools don't let out. Um, you know, there's like some stuff people kind of have some confusion about, like what government, <laughs> what public, you know, government uh, offices, I guess, mm-hmm. what what's affected and what's not affected. So, yeah, so um, I actually have a funny story about that. Whenever the government shut yeah. down back in 2013, we were in high school, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't know a lot what people know, but like one of the things that's funded by the government, especially at that time in the Obama presidency, was kind of like food. And so, because, yeah. you know, Michelle Obama was working that, uh, <clears throat> God, the amount of times I heard the name Michelle Obama in the lunchroom, people complained about food was ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, that was an initiative of yeah. the Obama administration, yeah. healthier lunches and stuff. So I remember I saw, yeah. I saw, I saw my principal <laughs> in the. <laughs> this is so dumb. I was so stupid back then. I saw my principal in the lunchroom and I was like, hey, like, if the government says shut down for a long time, like, are we still going to get like the same food? Are we going to have to like cut back? And like, because I, because I had heard, because like that is something that is funded by the government, you know? So like, I actually yeah. asked him that, which was really funny, but that is funny. But for real, I mean, schools, uh, uh, schools are funded by the government. There, a lot of right. people work in the government. A lot of yeah. people depend. Yeah. I mean, kind of how you said, like, unless you were getting a passport, you weren't really that offended. Oh, you weren't really that uh, <laughs> not offended. You weren't that affected. But I mean, yeah. that becomes something. I mean, I mean, people. I mean, these government institutions. Uh, I mean, for a long time without funding, is dangerous, yeah. and we've never really seen that before. So I don't want to necessarily speculate about what could happen. But I mean, at sure, the same yeah. time, like the government has, like, the government has a, a strong reach. Obviously, it has a lot of influence in our day to day life that we don't yeah. see unless it's not working efficiently. So, yeah. Yeah, and and um, also there's been I'm I'm reading the statistic too. There's been 18 government shutdowns in modern history. Um, so obviously, like like you said, this isn't like detrimental to to most people. Um, most things aren't like directly affected. Um, and it's yeah, like you said, it's not like the entire yeah. federal government uh, just stops working. You know, you still have like military and law enforcement. Like they're still operating. Um, you know, social security checks are going out. Um, so it's not like everything completely yeah, stops. It's, it's not immediate like Armageddon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did see this, this one tweet that was really funny and it was like during the government shutdown, uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to use footage of the, N- or no, what does it say? I'm going to use footage without the express written consent of the NFL. <laughs> Nobody can stop me because they always like put that warning yes. before football games and yeah. stuff. Uh, so like there was just some people kind of like making fun of it, oh, which I mean, sure. there's people always making fun of things, but, yeah. um, yeah. And so the, the whole point of, uh, I think of talking about this was to kind of try to figure out like what actually goes on, but also like, is it something, uh, to be afraid of? But, um, obviously like we were saying, it, it's not something that's, that's going to be detrimental. Like you yeah, said, like it's instantly Armageddon, but in, um, in order for it to have real impact, it would have to last a long time because I, obviously right. our government has a lot of money. Unfortunately, yeah. it's spending a lot more money than it has. But I mean, you look at the things is that I mean, you look at this like government shutdown and it just shows how like how political yeah. this time gets. Like I said, this is probably whenever it goes smoothly, nobody thinks about it. But whenever it's exactly, contested yeah. like this, it becomes the biggest political event of of yeah. the year. So, and we've already talked about kind of what the standoff has been about, but 
see the kind of kind of what's I mean the inconsistency of it is that I mean Trump's like okay well I, I do support a way for for immigrants but he also is requesting twenty five billion dollars to build a wall along the border yeah. and then that would also he said that his plan would also include a request for five billion for additional security measures along the border so wow so it's not just that yeah. You heard that right. Five billion for additional security yeah. along the border. I, I thought I thought the wall was supposed to be the security. You know, like, yeah. like one of the, one of his reasons for wanting the wall is to not have as many like officers and and military presence there officers, yeah. because he yeah. doesn't think that's effective. So he wants to build right. a wall, but <laughs> it's just like it, it's it's very it's people staffing the wall. Yeah, and honestly, like like Trump has blamed it on Congress because. Trump Trump does this weird thing with Congress. Like he'll say what he wants, and then he'll say Congress needs to find a way. But really, in history, it's yeah. been the president that has supported big initiatives like this, and it's expressly made it clear through either supporting bills or even making right. his own policy. And that's something that Obama yeah. did a lot, which a lot of people yeah. criticized him as all of his executive orders. And that's actually mm-hmm. what DACA was, and that is why Trump got rid of it, is because right. he thought it was an overreach by President Obama. Right. So, I mean, while you can't be, while while you can be impressed with Trump's, uh, I guess, wanting to hash it out in Congress, which is probably what a lot of Americans like, you know, actual, I guess, democratic right. government and not just like overhanded executive things. Sure. He's yeah. not really contributing at all, but rather stunning it by creating this like double standards. Like, yeah, I'll support it, but I also want this wall to work. Nobody is going to agree on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, the people that want exactly, the wall. Yeah don't want a program to provide money to immigrants. Those that want to provide money to immigrants don't want the wall. They don't want the wall. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty hard to, <laughs> he's kind of, he's kind of like, it's like, you know, want your, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, but obviously like the thing is about this particular issue is like, I mean, this is the platform, this is a, a, a platform that he ran off of was like exactly. you know, people that, people that supported him are expecting this wall to be built. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I mean, that was probably the biggest promise that it's definitely, I think was the biggest promise that he made was yes. that this wall was going to get built. One more time. So I would if, like to remind everybody that he said Mexico was going to pay for it and that he wants us to pay <laughs> he $25 did say that. billion. Dollars. Continue. He did say that. Yeah. It's people forget. He did say people that. Forget. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So obviously it is going to be hard to, to find a compromise between that, especially mm-hmm with the amount of money that's going to have to go towards it for his plan to work. Cause you're thinking about, uh, if you want to find some way to send money to this DACA program, but also to send money towards this wall, you're talking about $30 billion for a wall. You know, how much money can you give to also to this, this federal program? Like that's a lot of money getting thrown around. It's, it's a lot of Benjamins. I'm telling you, this is, this is all about the, Benjamins, as we call but, it here, Tubman's. Um, yeah. Or, or Tubman's <laughs> or, you know, whatever, whatever currency yeah. is your, is your favorite. Um, whatever your whatever yeah. your identity is, you know. Whatever. Your prefer yeah, you're right. Whatever your <laughs> whatever currency are. you identify with, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, clear. I I don't think, in my mind, this is not like, it's good that you know that they reached some kind of an agreement to get out of the shutdown, but I don't think it's over. I think yeah. I think we could be looking at a second one very soon, even if it's not you know on the eighth uh, of February. I feel like we could yeah. definitely be looking at a second one. Uh, you know within his presidency mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah. My, my number one and, takeaway is the, for sure, the inconsistency of Trump. I don't want to like, I mean, I think I've been pretty clear about what I think about him, but like kind of objectively yeah. just how inconsistent, how 
like it, it's crazy. Like he'll his administration will put something forth, and then he'll like counteract that and contradict himself. Like like yeah. days later, and like he just yeah. I mean, he, he's he's a very counterproductive way that he governs. So I think yeah, we're seeing this like this government shutdown is showing just that is that. I mean, he's not really committing to anything because, like we said, yeah. the wall was his main thing, and he's not even now. He's putting a huge yeah. load on the budget <laughs> to fund the wall. So, I mean, do you remember that SNL sketch when he first got elected, and it was like when Alec Baldwin was playing was playing Trump, and like uh, they did the sketch where people kept coming into his office and <laughs> telling him that the stuff that he wanted to do was going to be really difficult. Yeah. And he was like, "I oh, forget it." He's like, "We don't need it," you know. He's <laughs> yeah. like, it. Yeah. Uh, like so, like everything they brought, everything that he had mentioned, he was like, "Nope, forget it, scrap it." Like, and he was like, "I was like, yeah," but that feels like, yeah, like partly what's actually happening. Yeah, we, we've, <laughs> we've seen just a year of his like inconsistency, and I would even say like lack of competency to like run the government because like he's very good at campaigning. I'll give him that, but he's been yeah. very unsuccessful in actually getting things passed. And like I said, he said he wants a legal solution to DACA instead of this executive right. order. So he wants Congress to do yeah. something, but rather he's, he's not really leading the charge. And then also, yeah. I think it's not all Trump's fault. I think yeah. I think Trump's obviously the catalyst for it, but I mean, the Republican Party has a huge responsibility because it's really been the leadership of, of Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan that have kind of, yeah. because a lot of Republicans have made compromises. You look at Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. Right, well, yeah, he, he had a probably one of the more bipartisan compromises yeah. you'll see as far as the budget goes, where it included more funding of the military, which is a very conservative idea, funding sure. for the wall, which is Trump's thing, and then also provisions for DACA. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean that that's about as which is compromising that's as, it's as close get. as you, yeah, it's as close as you're going to get when you're trying to hit all of these issues at the same time, and that. Um, was rejected by the leadership, really, and so I mean, right. I mean, we, yeah, we know how it goes. I, I definitely think I definitely think you know unity within within Congress is going to be a super important factor of mm-hmm. how his presidency actually plays out. Um, I mean, obviously, we've already had a year of it, but you know, if he if he is to stay in office in all four years, I'm I'm not going to j- jump to the conclusion that he is going to get impeached. Obviously, there's the investigation hey. going on. But like um, we were talking about earlier, he said he wanted to talk to Mueller under oath. He did. So yeah, that might happen so, earlier or I mean earlier than we yeah, expect. I don't or, know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I, oh yeah, that that's a different episode, obviously. But right, yeah. But assuming that he assuming that he carries out you know his four years and assuming that someone else gets elected in twenty twenty, um, then you know that the the way that his presidency actually plays out, I think, is going to really depend on on unity within the Congress, unity yeah. within uh, unity with Republicans, unity uh, with Democrats within themselves, and obviously being able to work together right. on bipartisan issues. Because everything, my my main problem that I and I've said this like a billion times, but my main problem right now is just how partisan everything is, uh, and how you know how everything is uh, so one party or the other and yeah. it's just it's impossible to reach a compromise um and so i commend you know like lindsey graham was trying to reach a compromise and i and i i commend people who are in congress and who are holding those seats that are trying to actually work together because that's i feel like that's the only way out of any of this mess that we're in right now yeah uh, for sure. and and that's yeah so that i'm, I'm gonna stick with that point that i think uh congress being able to work together is going to be a big uh factor in, in how we actually look back at his 
presidency yeah, and years from now. Like we said, like he was great at you know, creating a lot of buzz around his ideas, but yeah, as far as yeah. like implementing those, he's he struggled with. And so and we've kind of right. beat around the bush talking about uh, you know, it, Republicans are I mean we stressed at the beginning that Republicans control both the House and the Senate. Sure. I want to read a stat. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet, but we saw this the other day. So there have been four government shutdowns in the last 25 years, 1995, 1996. Yeah, yeah. I, sh- I totally forgot about this. And then yeah, again in 2013, and then again in 2018. All of those years, there was a party that controlled Congress. All four of those years, it was all by the Republican Party. So this isn't something that's never happened before. It's actually something that happened five years ago. Granted, there was a Democratic <laughs> yeah. president. Right. There's also a Democratic president in 1996 and 1995, right? That was Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, the end of the tweet is very, obviously very partisan. It says, what a weird coincidence. I'm, you know who they're in support of. So, right. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. honestly, like, it's not a coincidence. Like, it, it's happened. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really a failure of the Republican Party kind of to... To rally, I mean, obviously, you don't want people to give up convictions, but it's really just yeah, of course. But I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not very uh, not knowledgeable about my 1995, 1996 budgets, but I mean, I know in 2013 <laughs> yeah. it was mainly Republicans not really agreeing on how to address Obama's policy, and then in 2018, it's not knowing how to respond to Trump because uh, the yeah. Republican Party is very split on even somebody that's of their own party in the White House, which right. I think goes a lot deeper than is Trump actually a Republican or is he Right, yeah, he I think that's Trump? the thing too. I think it's I think it's that he's, I think you got to put an asterisk by it really. Like yeah. I think nobody has been like him. Like he, yeah. he's just, I hate to call him an anomaly because that makes it sound like it's a like good thing. Like he's unique. But like or... he is, yeah, <laughs> but, like, he is. but he is an anomaly. Like, and that's, and so yeah, I think that's the thing too. Like I, that's why, that's why I have such a problem with like how partisan I feel like everything is right now, because I'm like, this dude is not even, I don't think this guy's even a Republican. Like I think yeah, he's no, just he's, Trump. He's like, Trump yeah. And that's my thing. Like, I don't think he's even a representation of this party like yeah. whatsoever. I think he's just Trump. And so like, I, that that's why I kind of have a hard time with, with how split everything gets. Um, and I understand that there will always be issues that, that people uh, on the Republican side probably will not agree with people on the, the yeah. Democratic side and vice versa. There will always be things like that. But I think, you know, if we're going to operate as a country, then, um, you know, I'll, there has to be agreements have to be made and compromises have to be reached. And I do think that's something that, that we're having a hard time with right now. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that can still be mended um, in the next few years yeah. because it's going to be, a mess for the yeah, next I mean, person. Uh, but, if this is going to happen every year, like, I'm... Yeah, right. And then obviously, like, the we have the midterm elections this year, um, which will be very interesting. Yes, we will absolutely. We will have a lot of live coverage when that's going yeah. on. Um, I, I am very interested to see what happens with that. Yeah, so uh, that, that was actually something I was about to bring up, is because, I mean, the Republicans yeah. had a pretty strong majority, Yeah. even in the, you know, at the end of Obama's presidency, but it, it's gotten yeah. slimmer in the reaction to Trump. You know, we've seen some special right. elections where some Democrats have won. And, I mean, it's getting slimmer with, I think, whenever Doug Jones was elected, I forget what the number went down to. It was but it was 51. I was pretty sure it was 51-49 yeah, when he was elected. Yeah, that's in the Senate. And then, yeah. I mean, the House is, is bigger. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's... So, obviously, there, there there's a lot of... There's a 
big Democratic presidents. Uh, presidents. Yeah. Not big, big Democratic presidents. There hasn't, <laughs> yeah. hasn't yeah. been a big Democratic president in a long time, come to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> maybe that's the, maybe that's the solution yeah, that's the to all problem. this. We I need, don't know. We, we need we need another Taft. Trump's too healthy. That's the problem. That's Trump, he's, he's too, too healthy, healthy he's, and he's too stable. He's that's, he's, he's like six three. <laughs> he's perfectly weighted. He's basically Tom Brady. Yeah, he's Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady believes yeah. that he is not going to get hurt whenever he gets hit. Whenever he gets hit, he said it's a mental thing. So that's Trump. Yeah. Like Trump's all mental. Man. Like he has this whole reality <laughs> crafted to where like like something will happen. He's like, no, that's not true. And people are like, yeah, that's not that true. Happen. And like, that did not happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's, it's not even like Jeff Sessions where he's like, I do not recall. But whenever Trump is testifying, he's like, that, that, not that's recall. not that's not even real. That didn't even happen. Yeah, I don't even know that person. Oh either. man, it's it's a trip. It's it's a trip. But yeah, so I mean, it just that I, I would say that's the main thing. Like. We try to stay pretty uh, objective as far as like looking at it, but like obviously, for sure. Even a but even a United Democratic Party versus a fractured Republican Party, the budget's still not going to pass. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the responsibility is not on the Republicans to to completely change the way they want to govern because they have control, but sure. it's 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 on them. It, it's on Trump, obviously, as president, to be a leader of the party, which I don't think he's. I don't think he's been yet. I don't think he's been a leader no, of the Republican Party yet. Because right now, you've either. got major voices. You've got McConnell and Paul Ryan. You've got Jeff Flake, who's announcing he's not running for re-election. He's now, like, going rogue, like, caucusing and being in committees yeah. with, like, Democrats and stuff. It's actually pretty funny. That's crazy. But, like, he's he's obviously, I mean, without without an election to win, he's kind of governing the way he wants. I know. Which that just feels I, like something in I a movie or something. That's crazy. 2020 run because I think... Could be. To, I think... I, like I said, that's obviously another talk, but I mean, to beat Trump, yeah. you're going to have to be the exact opposite of him because you right. can't be similar because they'll just pick Trump. So, yeah, but yeah so like, you true. see that. And then Bob Corker, <laughs> he's kind of become a little bit more absent than late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of late because, I mean, obviously, right, whatever. He did, he did email me a couple of days ago. Nice. What do you say? So. Uh, he, he was basically just thanking me for uh, writing him about net neutrality. Nice, nice. Uh, Assured me that he read all the emails, which I will just take him at his word. But anyway, did you call him Bob the Builder um, in your email? I I didn't. I if I did, he probably would have like personally responded. <laughs> it would have been like thank thank you for this cool new nickname yeah. that I'm gonna tell my friends about. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my nickname. That's <laughs> yeah. my nickname for him because he he looks like a cartoon and he's really short, like most cartoons are. And yep. he was a contractor, so I mean, I he like Bob the Builder. I, I, Someone that looks like a cartoon who's a contractor, that is Bob the Builder. Exactly. I'm on the persuasion that Bob the Builder was a prophetic cartoon that was hinting to... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Again, another episode. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah. The, the, the prophetic nature of Bob the Builder. I don't know if Bob the Builder ever yeah. built any walls, but it'd be interesting to see if that happened. Um, yeah, kind of really like be. The Simpsons. They've called a lot of it's stuff. Like, I was trying to say, it's like what Simpsons the, level What if Bob prophecy. the Builder predicted all of Trump's presidencies? <laughs> We weren't paying. We weren't woke enough when we, we were, were like five years old we to, <laughs> to know what was going but Bob on. But Bob Builder, he'd been new, so I I don't know where that came from. That was not in the plans. But hey, I mean Bob Bob Corker, he's a good guy. But yeah, he's kind of been quiet. And then obviously, like I said, Jeff Flake, Bob Corker, Paul Ryan McConnell, uh, Lindsey Graham. I think Lindsey Graham really stepped yeah. up and did a lot. Kind of been like, hey, who wants to join me in solving this crap? Which I mean, if he decides that he wants to run again, that would be 
yeah, probably a good thing for him. A lot of criticism of Lindsey Graham is that he really started bending to Trump because yeah, I mean obviously, I mean to survive in that uh, GOP primary, you had to distance yourself. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. At one point, it was whenever it was just like him, Rubio, and Cruz. Rubio literally just started doing stand up bits, making fun of Donald Trump. Like I was literally <laughs> at one of them. Like I, I, I saw him speak in Knoxville, and that's he literally just made fun of Donald Trump most of the time. And like, oh my because that's what Trump was doing to him. So I guess he thought he could do that well, but Marco Rubio cannot play Trump's no, game at effect. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of voices, but they're all they're also different. So like, th- there has to be somebody that, that unites the party. It's normally left to be the president, but I don't see that happening. So Matt, I mean, we'll just have to see how it goes. But yeah, the Republicans right. desperately need some some leadership. I think that's the. For sure. I think that's the. Sure. I think that's the way out of this. Yeah, I agree. I I agree with you, and and I, I don't know that they're ever gonna find it in in Trump, and so I I think, I'm not sure who they should be looking to right now. Um, but I tell you yeah, who they should I, look I, to. I agree with you. Yes, the Lord. <laughs> That's right. I I mean I agree. That was that was implied. That was I was already saying that. I just I meant you know physically. Uh, you know they you need tell me they Jesus need ain't uh, Congress. They need Jesus with some skin on. Is, is what I'm skin. trying to say. Um, yeah, we need Jesus but, to come back. No. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was what I was trying to say. Um, but yeah, so that is that's a little bit about the government shutdown. So hopefully, um, you understand a little more about it now if you if you didn't before. Uh, and you want to make it very clear that the government is not currently shut down, but it could be uh, again in the near future. But it's only temporarily not, functioning. Could be. So remember that. Right. That's that's true. Only temporarily functioning if you're not shut down you're only temporarily functioning yes. that's the that just applies to anything yeah, that's... um so uh anyways i would i, I actually kind of i want to audition a new a new segment to the show live okay. on the air Let's i haven't it. talked to you about this but you know a couple months ago when we when when mueller started his investigation we we told people to keep an eye out and to watch the news obviously uh this investigation has has drawn out to be kind of uh not slow i would call it methodical uh, I, yeah i would um, call it very sincere it's taken a, it's taken a while to develop uh but i think we should i think we should start doing a mueller watch um yeah, so nice. every time something happens with the mueller with the uh mueller investigation we we have to have like i'll get like an alarm or something and it's like mueller watch yes. and then we just talk about it for like 5 seconds and that's it but anyways okay, I like it. mueller watch today uh, Donald Trump did say that he would do an interview with Robert Mueller under oath. I think we we did mention that earlier, but um, the fact that he said yeah, under oath so. is really striking to me because normally you at least want to talk to him first, not under oath. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, because it, if anybody's gonna put his foot in the mouth and say put his foot in the, his mouth and say something he's not supposed <laughs> yeah. to, it's gonna be that guy. Like, holy crap! Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. I told Jonah, like, I'm cool if he does it as long as it's on TV. Like as long as it's on TV, yeah. I, I, I want to see it for sure. For sure. I, I'm not yeah. a big fan of the president perjuring himself and doing illegal things, but I mean, <laughs> if, if, if it, it needs to happen, if there's bad things happening. So like, obviously like, I, and I think that's something that you, that we should objectively agree on. Like if sketchy stuff happened, I think we should yeah. root for Mueller's investigation to go uh, to find the things it needs to find and not to, yeah. because I, I think that's something that Mueller, I'm glad he was chosen for because he's not very political at all. Like he, he, I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen the guy, but I don't think he enjoys oh, yeah. many other things except for finding out whatever <laughs> the name of his investigation is. I don't yeah. think he's interested yeah. in playing any because the freaking Hillary Clinton hearings and all of those were just so political and so. But like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, 
I mean, Mueller's already gotten a lot of Trump's people in the room. Steve Bannon yeah. talked to his, uh, Steve Bannon was subpoenaed in an interview the other day, and they said it went on like all day, and that yeah, he it was kept like 12 to, like, hours or something. And kept talking to people. So like, yeah. there's, he obviously was being strategic in his talking to, uh, to Mueller. So there's, uh, there's some stuff happening. So yeah, for sure. Well, that was your Mueller watch. Yeah, that was um, your Mueller watch. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably have plenty of those in the future. I think we should definitely get anyways, t-shirts. We should yes, Mueller watch t-shirts. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, I'm really in on this idea. We're gonna develop this a little bit more. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna take this to the take research to the department, uh, the R and D department, and let them yeah. work on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask um, our interns <laughs> to do some research. Yeah, we're we're gonna drop this off with our interns and see what they come up with. Um, Which, if you want to be one, we don't have any. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, hit us up. It's perfect time to to promote the Twitter account. So yeah. if you want to be an intern, hit us up at Connect the Pod. It's a it's a new at at Connect the Pod. Um, logo so too. yeah, that's yeah that's that's where we're living on Twitter now. We just hit over five hundred followers. So yeah, um, shout out to us for that, I guess. Uh, so yeah, so you can follow us on there. Uh, we'll, we're always posting the links to our episodes. We're posting the links to some older episodes. Uh, if you want to go back and hear them, if you haven't heard them yet. Um, and, uh, we're, we really need to start using that account more. We'll probably just start tweeting memes on there because yeah, that's, yeah, that's the way all, to, all that we know how to do. That's the only um, way we know how to communicate. So, exactly. I, I'm so, surprised we, we actually um, talked for this long because without maybe doing a verbal meme. Right. Yeah. No verbal <laughs> memes. Um, so yeah. Um, Okay, I think I think that's been our show. I I'm done if you're done. I'm done. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, obviously, kind of a serious subject, nah. but that was that was a good discussion. I think. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Until until next time. Stay woke. Molo's creeping. Stay woke. Molo's creeping. That's right. All right. Peace.